bad person. Am I saying that you being in a tough situation, like that doesn't warrant you being upset? You should be upset. My children's cracked. I swear, I'm like 50 years old. Sorry, completely just sidetracked. But I know you guys just heard my shoulder crack and I like barely moved it. <laughs> I've showed, like, like all of my joints have like moved. Like, I don't know what it is, but I know you guys hear like a million cracks going on right now. Alright, hello and welcome back to the Everything Guide. I'm your host, Josh. <laughs> As you probably know by now, um, you've been here long enough, I hope, <laughs> to a point where you know who I am. Um, I'm really, really excited for today's episode. I know it's been a bit. Um, life update, yeah. <laughs> Literally right after recording the episode, the little like last episode we did, staying unmotivated, I just got hit with this huge wave of just, I just did not want to do anything. I really did not have motivation, which is so, (laughs) it's so weird that that happened to me because I literally just recorded a whole episode about like staying motivated and staying on task and having a routine. And then as soon as, like literally like the next week, I was just like, no, I'm not feeling it. So the episode's coming a little bit late, but I've been trying really hard to get through everything. I know it's been a really, really hard week for everyone who's in college and even people who are just in high school. And, you know, just everybody in general, to be honest. Um, I know it's been difficult, but hopefully I have a holiday treat coming very soon. I'm saying this now, so I have to do it because, um, because yeah, it's just like that. Also, there was a slight delay on the website because... I so I spawn like I don't have like I mean I do have a sponsor but when it comes to like funding the podcast it's literally just me so the podcast uh, the website's gonna take a bit just in terms of like the website itself is done but I still have to do a lot more behind the scenes stuff but that should be out by the end of the year give or take so um yeah there's that but yeah, I just know it's been really difficult for, like, everybody, like, recently, because just everyone's, like, it's final season, um, the semester, for most people, I think it's over now, um, but the semester's over, and then we're on break, but please, if you're gonna go out, like I always say, stay safe, wear your mask, do what you gotta do to keep yourself and others safe, because I know we're getting a vaccine very soon, and I know we're getting kind of more lenient in terms of like oh like we can do this and we can do that I understand that but still be cautious still be careful not everyone's gonna have a vaccine immediately so we should remember that because I feel like people are thinking once the vaccine's out everyone will have it that is not the case please remember not everyone can just access that as quickly as you know everyone else can so yeah that's my little COVID tidbit for today hopefully COVID ends very soon. Um, But I want to remind you, everybody, I want to remind everyone that not everything that came out of COVID is bad. At least for me. It sounds bad that I'm like, I know 2020 sucked for everyone else but me. However, comma. (laughs) Um, Quarantine was not great. It was, for me, it was pretty good. Let's, Let's do a rundown of my of my quarantine let's go let's start at march and let's just go till now um starting at march i was doing pretty okay because we literally like school had let out my year was basically over i was done and i was like oh my god like great um so literally like for all of march and all of april i was just like disassociating the entire time if you asked me what i did or what happened in march or april i could not tell you (laughs) <laughs> I have, like, no memory from those months. And, I like, y'all know when, like, Snap gives you, like, the a year ago today. I'm sure when March and April comes through next year, I'm not going to know anything. I'm going to be like, when did I do that? <laughs> or, like, when did that happen? So, I, I can't tell you what I did then. That was a complete just 
it's just a blank slate. It's like January, February, and it kind of just goes like June and then continues. May was my birthday month. Ooh, May 16th, mark your calendars. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, buy me gifts, <laughs> um, please. No, um, you being here is enough. I love and support you. Um, I'm glad you're loving and supporting me, um, which I have more on that later. But um, I'm very just confused on how I just don't remember anything from like March and April. May was a time, it was my birthday. The day, the day after my birthday until like the end of June was um, an interesting time. But I'm not, I don't know how to describe it. There's like, there's so much I want to say and so much that like, I also feel like I just shouldn't say. And <laughs> only certain, maybe it'll be revealed one day, but only certain people know what happened in May, especially the day after my birthday, what started the day after and what transpired afterwards. Not, I make it sound like it's, um, like I got hit by a car or something. No, well, I might as well have been. Um, <laughs> but um, I kind of referenced it a little bit in our very first episode. Um, mentioned it a little bit with Samara because Samara was a part of what happened so she kind of but like other than that kind of just haven't mentioned it try I've tried not to I'm trying not to laugh because it's just looking back maybe one day I'll reveal what happened but that was just May was a time June was also a time don't really remember any of it except for like one week um what is next what what's after July yeah (laughs) I swear I know my months um, so there's June, then there's July. July was kind of the same. It kind of just was like a blur. Um, same for August. August and September really was just like school. Same with November. Um, I hate Thanksgiving, by the way. I don't know if I said that. I don't love Thanksgiving. Turkey's dry. If it's not ham, I don't want it. Yeah, that's all. That's my hot take. Thanksgiving is not better than, um... Christmas or Halloween. But Halloween's my favorite holiday. Holiday, quote unquote. People don't consider it a holiday. I do. I love Halloween. Um, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, so I think Thanksgiving is like one of the last holidays on my list in terms of like which ones are good and which ones aren't. I don't love Halloween. I mean not Halloween, Thanksgiving. It's just our it's just a but I'm just I'm just talking. Anywho. Um News, our first episode, um, Becoming a Better You, or Being a Better um, You, or not, has hit 100 streams. I'm very, very happy, very excited. Thank you guys so much for all the support you guys have shown, um, especially starting from basically nothing, to have my first episode already hit, kind of like what's a milestone for me, like feels really good, because I'm glad you guys are listening, and I'm glad that I'm at least helping some people. Um, to all of 100 of you who listened to that episode, thank you. You're awesome. I love you. And I hope that you learned some stuff about self-improvement. Um, and I hope you stay and I hope you continue learning with me because this is a learning process for me too. So I hope that we can all come together and get better because that's what I want. And in terms of being better, rolling into our episode topic for today, we're going to be kind of rolling off of the toxic one, which is um, my third, second, second or third episode, we are now rolling into, am I the toxic one? Um, asking ourselves the question of, you know, am I doing something that might not be too good for the people around me or even for myself? So I'm excited to get into that because I feel like people really forget, and by people I mean all of us, we all really forget we are fully capable of being toxic. And whether we notice it or not, it happens but the the only thing you can do really is come back from it realize that you're doing it apologize and you know make sure that you don't go back into that state again and to help you guys out with that we're going to be going through many signs of like that show that you are becoming a toxic person and what you can do to get out of that Um, get out of that habit or routine that you might be going through and hopefully I can teach you guys something (laughs) teach myself something Um, I always research obviously before I do 
a lot of these episodes to try to learn a lot about whatever topic I'm doing and try to like find things like that'll help resources that'll help me kind of piece my thoughts together the intros are always just free balling to be honest the intros are just whatever comes out of my mouth is just coming out and you know what it's worked this <laughs> it's got me this far so yeah but we're going to get into the episode I'm very very excited for it I'm I've been waiting to do this topic just because it's something I have wanted to do for a bit because I don't know, it's just something I feel like people don't really talk about all the time. We talk a lot about toxic relationships and about what they're kind of like, but we never really put ourselves in the shoes of the person who is toxic. We're always kind of the victim or one of the bystanders of the situation. We're never the person who is kind of the elephant in the room, kind of the person who is causing all the issues did send me a dm or send me an email or anything and once the website's up it'll be a lot easier i'll have a subscribing mail list where you can just send me an email i'll get it and we can talk you can give me your questions and maybe we can even have a segment in the future where i read you guys' emails and i kind of give specific help on certain like issues that you guys might have we can call it like coffee table talk or something so um yeah we can do that don't be afraid to reach out and say hi but continuing on let's talk about being toxic now um i know we've covered this in the first episode where we talked about being a toxic person well more about being in a kind of friendship relationship with someone who is toxic and I kind of briefly talked about how what it's like when you're in that relationship and how you have to kind of hold yourself accountable to get yourself out. It kind of applies the same way when you are the person who is being toxic. But I feel like toxic is a word that's really been thrown around a lot. I kind of want to flesh this out more since we're talking about ourselves and us as individuals. It's been thrown around a lot and I feel like the word that's kind of like loosely like I don't know the definition is a lot more loose now than it was before um and I want to say this now because I do have obviously I have certain signs I want to address but I want to say this now um interesting when I address all the signs that too much of anything becomes unhealthy and this is what I feel like really puts us in these situations um, and I was doing my research and I was looking at what other people deemed as kind of signs of being a toxic person. And one of them was when you're being too needy. Now, my thing is, how I see it, being needy or kind of being, as I would put it, dependent, isn't bad. I would say that you liking or needing help from other people isn't inherently making you a bad person. I don't think maybe you need help from someone to open like a jar or something like maybe you're like maybe you know this person this is a very just like loose example maybe you know this person can open jars and you're like hey that person can open jars i'm gonna like ask them to open this jar like whenever i want to you know because they can do that and know that they can um what becomes the issue and how i'm gonna define it for today's episode and you know for the future is that too much of that one thing is what makes the like what's what makes the issue it's when you continuously depend on this person you start adding more on top of it and you start guilting them and kind of trapping them to be there for you until the point where they kind of become dependent on you um for things like maybe they become dependent on you because they feel like oh well this person gives me a purpose which is one of the things that you can kind of get trapped into when you're the one being put into a toxic relationship where the person who's toxic will trap you in kind of like their web and keep you there by kind of either affirming your kind of insecurities and kind of keeping you here being like, well, no one else is going to want you anyway, as like an example, or by kind of buttering you up a little bit, being like, oh, well, you know I need you. You know there's nobody else that I can go to. Kind of making you feel like, oh, well, like I'm kind of a savior for this person, which will make you feel good and 
it should, but there's a certain point where it needs to be kind of addressed and talked about. That point, I feel like that line that is crossed, I feel like it's really, I don't want to say it's thin, but it's not the boldest line. It's not that easy to pick out because the more you help someone, the more regulated that is in your brain, the more normal it becomes to you. Um, And that's why I say too much of anything is bad. Same way you can apply it to junk food. Yeah, you can have some Sour Patch Kids, my favorite candy. Um, Sponsor me. Um, (laughs) Like once a month, maybe more than that if you're younger and your metabolism is like as quick as Usain Bolt. I don't know. Um, But I feel like it's kind of the same thing with that. Like McDonald's. You can have McDonald's like once a month and be fine. That's, you're having McDonald's 12 times a year. That's not bad. Your body's not going to like drastically change because of that. When you start having McDonald's twice a month, okay, 24 times a year. Okay, three times a month, all right, four times a month, five times, and then when it becomes seven times a week, or like you're having it every day of the week, or you're having it one day of each week in a month, and then it becomes, you know, an even bigger number. It's when you keep doing that thing that's where it becomes an issue. That's where we see that drastic change in your body. It's the exact same way with the relationships. Going back on the needy example, if you, or I guess dependent example, if you ask someone to do something for you or you kind of depend on this person for something, it's okay once in a while. It's okay for you to go to them and be like, hey, I need this um, when you do need it. But continuously going back to just take more and take more every time, that's where the issue kind of starts to form. Because now in their brain, it's like, oh, well, I have to help this person or it's just like become routine for them. And it's kind of become routine for you. Maybe you don't realize you're doing it. But unless that person is like extremely just helpful and like doesn't mind doing it and it doesn't affect your relationship, because sometimes it doesn't. Many people are different. No one, two people are the same. So this example might not really work for you or work for kind of like frame you might have in your head um and we'll get to other examples of course soon but um it's really hard to kind of gauge when you've crossed the line and when you've gotten to the point where it's unhealthy um so that's what i would define kind of that as is when you're like the relationship when you're crossing the line and becoming toxic is when you're doing something excessively and you're continuously doing it and not realizing you're doing it. Now, there are some more blatant, um, (laughs) some more in-your-face ways of kind of being toxic. And maybe you don't realize that you're doing it. Maybe it's just a personality trait that you have. Because sometimes it's less our actions and more just a trait that we've picked up and we didn't realize that we picked up. And that happens. Um, So let's say that you're a very arrogant person and let's say that you don't believe that you can really do any wrong now it's good to be confident but again too much of anything becomes bad and when you become too confident and you become cocky and you become arrogant that is when things start to kind of not go your way because now you're so overly confident that you believe that you can't do any wrong and that when something does go wrong, it's not your fault, but it's somebody else's. That is a situation that I feel like occurs more often than not. And I mean, I've seen people like this. I'm sure we've all seen people like this where they're just so caught up in this delusion that they are the reincarnation of like God or something that they don't realize that they are the ones maybe making mistakes sometimes and they just don't want to look at it and deal with it. So. I'm going to start saying you (laughs) because we have to realize like it's us. We can be toxic. I'm sure everyone has had a toxic moment in their life at least once. There's no way you have not been toxic at least one time. And again, like I said in the beginning, it's not a bad thing. If that happens to you, then okay. What matters is coming out of it, which we'll get to later in the episode. So sometimes it can be kind of more subtle kind of builds up more where, like the dependent um, example, you kind of just become more and more dependent as it comes. 
same with being confident. It's kind of more in your face, kind of also does build up because you start kind of just being confident and sure of yourself. Then you become cocky, then you become arrogant, and it kind of continues building up until an issue forms. But one is more subtle and one is more noticeable. And that's where I feel like things can kind of get a little blurry. Now, one thing I did see is when people said that someone is incredibly manipulative. And while I do agree that manipulation is part of it, I don't think it's as clear as just being like, you're being manipulated because there's so many, or you're manipulating somebody because you might not realize that you're doing it. Or, and I've seen this a lot in culture now, and maybe I will get hate for this. (laughs) I do not know. But when people are like, and most of the time it's joking because I mean, I'm part of the generation that is just insane. I don't know what we're doing. But where we kind of see, and it's not just guys, it's girls, it's everybody. Um, Girls, gays, and the Girls, gays, and (laughs) nays. I meant to say girls, guys, and... (laughs) everyone <laughs> no matter your gender identity it's everybody um we can do this thing where it's like oh i'm just gonna play with his feelings really quickly and then bounce or i'm gonna play with her feelings or their feelings and then just like leave or like i just want to use them for attention that's that manipulation right there that's where it kind of becomes bad and the issue there is that you're aware of it that you know that you're doing it and yet you're choosing to do it anyway that's and i've done this before Many people have done this before. I'm sure everyone's done this at least once time, like one time in their life. And I'm sure you're thinking about a time, like literally right now, I'm sure you're thinking of a time of when you did this because everyone's done it. And am I saying it's good that everyone's done it and that you've done it? No. But I am saying it's good that you can look back and realize that you did it. And I'm hoping <laughs> that you learn and you realize that you shouldn't do that again because not only is it bad for them, but it makes things harder for you because, well, there's, I feel like there's a lot of ways this can go. But my two main like routes that I thought of was, well, when that person realizes, they're going to be really, really hurt. And they're going to be really upset. And you just hurt a friend or someone that you maybe could have depended on. And maybe you didn't like them back or you didn't like them in the way that they liked you. But maybe they could have been a friend or maybe they couldn't have been an acquaintance. And you didn't have to have another person who has something negative think like something negative attached to your name when they think of you another way it could go is maybe that person realizes hey i'm being taken advantage of and you maybe you start to like them maybe you accidentally catch feelings which has happened more than once to me um (laughs) one day you catch feelings and you're like oh like shoot maybe i do like this person back but they've moved on because you were too busy manipulating them to see that you were really missing out on something and now it's too late to go back and try and start anything because you ruined it. Um, So I feel like manipulation comes in just a lot of many different forms. And we as people don't realize we're doing it because it's harder for us to... And I say this and I... I don't know. It's hard for us to self-correct, but then that also comes into play with the whole, I'm a bad person. That, I personally, that's my least favorite form. I really very strongly dislike people who use this tactic because it really bothers me when people will try to use their, like a mental illness that they might have or an issue um, or a situation that they might have and use it as literally like weaponizing it and using it against people. I despise people who do that. I hate it. Um, I was trying not to say hate, but I really, really dislike people who do that. And I dislike that the situation happens a lot more than we realize. And we do it. Everyone's done it. Everyone will probably end up doing it at least once. Where you kind of use a situation to justify your actions. And I'm sure you're thinking again of a time you've done this before. Or maybe a time that someone's done it to you or a time you've seen it happen. And... Maybe you're like, oh, well, shoot, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should stray away from that. When it comes to that, you need to remember, and if there's really nothing else I can really tell you because this is just a matter of you doing what you need to do, but you need to kind of remind yourself, like, X reason is not an excuse for me to be a bad person. Am I saying that you 
being in a tough situation, like that doesn't warrant you being upset. You should be upset. My children's cracked. I swear, I'm like 50 years old. Sorry, completely just sidetracked. But I know you guys just heard my shoulder crack and I like barely moved it. <laughs> I've showed, like, like all of my joints have like moved. Like, I don't know what it is, but I know you guys hear like a million cracks going on right now. It's, <laughs> I know you guys hear it all. Um, I'm 50, surprise. I'm not a teenager, I'm 50. Um, no. <laughs> but when it comes to that kind of situation, really it's just you realizing like, this is not an excuse. I shouldn't be using this as an excuse to be a horrible person to everybody. Because when you do that, you're thinking like, oh, well, like let's say you got in an accident, totaled your car. You're upset about it as, you know, anyone else would be. I completely understand. You're super, really super upset about it and you're just in a bad mood for the rest of that day. Well, it's completely okay and it's valid for you to be upset and for you to be angry or sad or whatever you're feeling. Taking that out on other people, it's not okay. Because as soon as you take that out on other people, you're kind of deflecting the issue away from what you're actually upset about. So when you do that, it's kind of like you're making someone else's day like not so great because now they're going to be like, oh, well, why was so-and-so mad at me? Or like, why? Like, why do they have such like a chip on their shoulder? What happened to them? Maybe saying like, oh, and it's really hard to kind of think clearly when you're in these moments of intense emotion. I completely understand. Um, I'm a person who feels, I feel like I feel emotions like 10 times more than a normal person does. Um, like, if I'm, honestly, like, if I'm angry, I'm very mad. But I feel like when it comes to anger, it takes me a bit to get there. You have to really make me mad to, like, really, really make me mad. Because um, I feel annoyed, but annoyed doesn't equal angry. Um, when I'm sad, I'm, like, sad. I cry a lot. Um, when I'm happy, I'm, like, really feeling good. Like, I'm feeling all right. Like, I'm feeling good. So I completely understand that it's hard to really think clearly and rationally when you're in these situations. But sometimes you just have to remember, like, they didn't do anything wrong. Or maybe I should just tell them, like, hey, I got into a car accident this morning. My car is totaled. I'm really, really upset about it. Because explaining that would be a lot... It would make things a lot easier for you and for whoever is on the other side of the conversation. Um, so I feel like doing that will help your issues a lot more than you think it will. But I thought to remember that manipulation comes in a lot more extreme and serious ways and I'm hoping one day <laughs> I can do and I'm sure I will I'll do a whole episode on manipulation because I honestly feel like when it comes to being manipulated it's so just common these days and I feel like we've kind of glorified it a little bit like how I said earlier where people kind of have made it this kind of like baddie like baddie AF um, <laughs> where people kind of make it a like a oh like he or she or they is such a baddie like they just like they're like leading that person on like I wish I could do that like we've kind of glorified being a kind of shitty partner like we've kind of glorified being a bad person a little bit and while I understand the whole I don't take anything from anybody kind of mentality to a certain point you're just being a bad person um now let's move to my favorite type of toxic person. I love these types because I always see right through them. I hate it a lot. Um, not as much as the one I mentioned before. But a person who is constantly talking about how good they are. Now I would say this is more a toxic trait and something maybe you can pick up on pretty easily, I feel like. When someone is constantly praising themselves, I always think, my first thought is always, wow, like they are so proud of themselves. They're so self, like, like they have so much confidence. I love it. And I love confidence. I love when people have confidence. It makes me happy. But if you have to continuously say that you are a good person, I think the question is, who are you trying to convince at this point? 
Because if you have to say it, then something ain't clicking. Something ain't right. I'm not saying don't ever acknowledge when you've done something good or never acknowledge your good deeds because you should do it. But it's like I said at the beginning, too much of anything becomes something and it becomes bad for you. If you are doing good things just to rub it in people's face later or to brag about it or kind of wear it like a badge of honor. I mean, if you like end world hunger, I think you have bragging rights. (laughs) I think you have the ability to kind of Say whatever you want. I'm not going to say anything to you. If you're going to end world hunger, I'm not attacking you. Please buy me food. I mean, I'm not like, you know what I mean? Clearly, you've got enough money going around or enough resources going around. If you end world hunger or poverty or anything, I'm not talking to you. You're fixing a world issue. You're fine. Go do your job. Um, The government isn't doing it, so do it. Um, No. So... When it comes to those kinds of people, and we can all be these kinds of people, when you're constantly being like, oh, well, I can't be toxic. I've done this, that, and the third. Okay, that's great. But what does that have to do with the situation that we're having right now? What does that have to do with what we're dealing with? Because the moment that you kind of bring those things up, yeah, you're kind of trying to paint yourself in this good light, but why are you trying to paint over what's already there? Because you're trying to paint over what's bad and being like, no, but look at this. Like, look at what I can do. Like, what, look what I've done. I can't possibly be a bad person. I donated $10 to a charity. Like, yeah, good, you donated for charity, but that doesn't mean you can't be a bad person. It's avoidance. It's you avoiding that you might have done something bad. And while well, I'm not saying never do good I'm not saying never be glad you did good but I am going to say don't do good just to brag about it later um because when you're avoiding stuff that can lead to a lot more kind of things that can build up on top of that another I feel like to kind of like put a period on that and to kind of move on a little bit I feel like there's less toxic kind of overall people and it's more tiny toxic traits it's the little red flags that people have that begin to grow and it becomes one issue that becomes something huge or it's multiple little things that people will do that just add up to something bigger because that's kind of just how it is that's how things happen and so either you have someone who is one or the other or maybe you are someone who's one or the other. Now, another type of toxic trait that I really hate. Um, I can sing. <laughs> Woo! Um, <laughs> another toxic trait that I really do not like and that you can have, we can all have, is being a hypocrite. Um, this one really grinds my gears. I really hypocrites people who will say one thing then do that thing they will say that they do not like x but then will do x like 10 minutes later that is something and that's all i'm going to say on it i'll give an example though if someone is like oh like i really don't like and i'll just like make it like a really kind of childish one it's like oh I really hate when people throw apples I don't know and then they throw one it's like you just said like if you don't like other people doing it why are you doing it and that kind of goes back to I don't I don't like that we call it this but like the whole treat others how you want to be treated because people always use that but the way they use it is always sarcastic and they always kind of dim the light on it a little bit so I've kind of come to dislike that saying but when people say treat others how you want to be treated that leads into hypocrisy (laughs) if you're being a hypocrite that means that you don't like one thing yet you continue to do it if you don't want people doing it to you why are you doing it to others like spreading rumors if you don't want someone to spread a rumor about you why are you spreading a rumor about somebody else 
Why are you telling their business when you don't want them to tell yours? That doesn't piece together. Whether it's fake or it's real, that doesn't fully make sense. So that's kind of just a good example of hypocrisy. It's more of like a little toxic trait that you can have that I feel like we should watch out for. I think it's more common than people think it is, and I think more people have it than people realize. Now, another one I saw was when people are talking about other people behind their backs. Typically, and I used to think that this one was incredibly toxic, but, and this is just my opinion, I'm still a teenager, I don't know much, um, but I feel like with this, it really depends on how frequently you're doing it and what you're saying. Now, if it is a matter of this person is actually like, maybe I think about it. Maybe this other person is actually doing something wrong and you're talking to your friends about it. If you guys are planning to talk to them, that's okay. And complaining is never bad. But it's like I said before, when you're doing it too much and it becomes too frequent, that's when it becomes an issue. And I know I keep saying it and I keep hammering the, like down the nail, but that's literally all it is. It's recognizing when you've done too much and being able to step back and look at the situation and assess it from there. Because the moment you've done too much of something is the moment you've messed up and you can't really come back from it. And if you do come back from it, then you've got to have a really, really good apology to the people you hurt. <laughs> so it's better to realize sooner than later because later you might not have any friends left to apologize to. So that's how that is. But... Wow, I just like forgot what I was saying. So... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good now. But... I literally had to stop recording and like take a second <laughs> to like go back. <laughs> but no, talking about other people behind their backs. So like anything, too much of anything becomes an issue. When you're complaining about somebody or something that someone's doing in particular, I don't think that that inherently is bad. I think that you're getting everything out that you have to say about it and that you and your friends are actually getting your feelings out in a very healthy way when you're communicating with other people who feel the same way you're kind of all fleshing all your issues out together and yeah you guys are kind of being like this person sucks or like this thing that they do sucks but if what they're doing actually sucks i'm glad you're not sitting there and being quiet about it because i mean if it's not good it's not good and you should be calling that out that's just how that should work but you should be calling them out in a healthy way with set boundaries. If you just go at them without kind of filtering yourself and getting all that negative energy out, it's gonna be a much more heated argument than it was when you kind of get, like like when you got your feelings out and you kind of collectively with your friends or whoever you're with decided, hey, like, do you find this kind of annoying or do you find this kind of toxic or manipulating or da 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 da? Because when you get those feelings out and you talk about it with other people, kind of feels better for you because then you're realizing like oh it's not just me unless you're all toxic then (laughs) then it can be an issue um but when you're doing it constantly and the person who's kind of like at the end of it kind of is still unaware that they're doing it and they're still doing it it kind of comes back to what are you doing to fix that which is what we talked about in the toxic one before where it's like what are you doing to fix that issue what are you gonna do to initiate the fix is really all it is what are you gonna do for that because if you're just sitting here complaining about it then you don't get to complain anymore because you're not fixing the issue and that's where it comes to taking initiative which look at that little cute tie-in <laughs> wrapping it all in a little bow but kind of putting a period and like a little pinpoint on, my bones just cracked again, putting a little pinpoint on toxic traits, because I feel like I could go on about those for a very, very long time. It really does just come down to you realizing what you're doing and you realizing that you need to take a step back and look at yourself and evaluate, which is what we're getting into next. Self-evaluation is very difficult for everyone to do. Does not matter who you are, it's not easy to look at yourself and be like, what am I doing wrong? Do I suck? 
literally. Uh, it's like, do I suck? Am I a bad person? It's a very hard thing to think about and to kind of look at and perceive is, am I doing something wrong? Am I pushing people away? Like, what am I doing that's making people leave or making people wary of me? And I, what I would do, and this is, of course, just my take on it. This is based on my experiences. What I would do is I would ask. I would be like, hey, guys, can we, or hey, person, can we talk? Like, um, I have, like, a question to ask. Maybe ask them, like, hey, like, what's been going on? I feel like you guys have been growing kind of distant. What can I do? What have I been doing that's causing this? And what can I do to make it better? Or this can be another thing. This is kind of turning it around, kind of sliding away from us being toxic is are they doing something? Are they distancing themselves for a different reason? Because you could be the one in the right and they could all be the one in the wrong. You have to remember that too. I'll get into that later. Continuing on with the point I was making, um, you need to kind of step back and look at yourself and be like, how have I been acting lately? What have I been doing? What's been going on in my life that might have been causing me to have a shift in my energy or a shift in my actions that kind of caused me to push some people away or kind of act a certain way that didn't did push people away because maybe you can pinpoint a certain day like maybe when you got into that car accident that's the day you started kind of acting a little bit different that's kind of the day where your energy shifted and you started to feel that things weren't just quite right maybe from then on you notice that your friends kind of started to deplete and that your mental health started to go down a bit and maybe you have been a little bit angrier maybe you have been a little bit sadder pinpointing that and kind of being able to realize that that is the root then you can kind of process that trauma or whatever it is maybe it's some trauma maybe you're just being a bad person <laughs> maybe it's just in your blood um <laughs> maybe you just suck <laughs> but when you're kind of looking and thinking if you can pinpoint that moment you can kind of from there transfix like all your energy on fixing and solving whatever issue you had that way it becomes kind of easier because now that you know exactly what it was and you know exactly what that made you feel like, you can move forward and be like, okay, that is behind me. Now let me work on the, the present and see what I can do now and see what I can do to salvage my relationships because, I mean, I pushed these people away or I did them wrong and I should be the one who's apologizing. So when it comes to apologizing... Do not do a thing that's like, well, I'm sorry you guys couldn't handle me when I was at my worst. If you guys don't want me at my worst, da 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 Because it's like I've said before, you need to do what's best for you. And that's what those people are doing. If they're leaving you because you're being toxic, they're taking the initiative and realizing that they deserve better and they are leaving. And you cannot be upset at them for doing that. Because I would hope that you would do the same. And as your friend, I would hope that they would want you to do the same. Because I know if any of my friends caught me being toxic, I'd want them to try to talk to me about it. Like I said before with the group chat kind of thing, where it's like, are you talking about this person behind their back? I want them to try to, t- try to talk to me about it in a controlled, very calm manner. And I would want them to address it and be like, hey, maybe this and that isn't doing so hot. And if I choose, whatever I choose to do, whether it helps or hurts the relationship, I hope that they do what they need to do. That's just something that I want everyone to be able to be capable of doing because you deserve to be able to move on and do something that you will, that you have to do to preserve your mental health. And yeah, it sucks to leave that person behind, but you gotta put yourself first sometimes. It's like we talked about with your island. You cannot leave your island alone. You need to take care of it. So if you gotta go, you got to go. And you have to expect your friends to do the same because that's just what they deserve. Now, apologizing, simple. I'm sorry for the way I've been acting lately. Um, This happened, or maybe this didn't happen, or like, let's say a situation happens. I got into a car crash um, a couple weeks ago or a month ago, and it's really been messing with my head. I'm not using it as an excuse for my actions, but I just wanted to explain why I've been acting the way I have. I hope you guys can forgive me, and if not, I understand, but I'm hoping from now on I can move on and become a better person and that you guys can be with me as a part of that journey. And if I start to slip, I hope you guys keep me accountable. 
because that's what your friends are for. They're there to keep you grounded and hold you accountable for your own actions. And they want you to do the same for them. I hope. Um, that's, to me, the, like, the epitome of a pretty healthy relationship. So that's kind of where it comes, where self-evaluation kind of pulls the end of the situation. It's not super difficult when you put it on paper, but it's everything's always easier said than done when you look at it and you're like, oh, I just have to say sorry. That's really simple and easy. Yeah, until you're having to do it, <laughs> until it becomes the day you told yourself you have to, and then you get there and you're like, oh, well... This is awkward, isn't it? Because now you have to apologize and you're kind of just sitting there awkwardly not wanting to say anything or maybe regretting your decision. And if you really look back and you evaluate and you really think that you haven't done anything wrong, ask a friend. I would ask one friend, not a group, because the groups can be kind of kind of a lot. Maybe reach out to one person and be like, hey, like, I've noticed that, like... Sarah, Alex, and Jenny have kind of like moved away from me. They're kind of kind of distant. Have I been doing something wrong? Because if you really can't see anything that you've been doing wrong, wrong, maybe it's not you. And I really kind of want to really, really hammer that away today. Is that while I am saying hold yourself accountable, also hold your friends accountable because it isn't always you, and that's difficult to realize too that's kind of what I briefly talked about earlier and how I'm coming back to today it's really easy to think that you're being toxic and you're actually not it's other people doing something that's kind of implanting that seed in you of doubt but I would honestly think more on that in a manipulation episode I'm going to release so we'll touch on that more later but I think I've gotten all of it out of my system um, I talked a lot this episode. There weren't a lot of like spots where I kind of stopped and goofed around a bit because I there's a lot to cover in terms of being um being a toxic person and what that can be like for other people and what it kind of looks like sometimes when when you are the person who's kind of like am I the toxic one? I think you. Kind of just have to pull yourself out of that one. Your friends can try to help, but honestly, I feel like if you're, like, deep into it, you're not going to realize it. And you're kind of going to push them away some more because you might be like, no, it's not me, it's you. And then that makes it worse. Um, but I really hope, I know today was, like, a little bit more serious. Um, but I think, th- I take this topic in particular very seriously because I never really thought about it until, honestly, maybe, like, last year that you can be toxic. I didn't really think about it too much. But, yeah, this episode was, I think, a little bit longer than my other ones, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> um, again, thank you guys so much for 100, um, 100 listens on my first episode. I'm very happy that that is an achievement I've hit. Um, I'm pretty sure my second episode's close to, like, 60, I think, so that's exciting, too. Um, so yeah, I'm very, very happy with all of that. I'm just, my whole body is just like, I don't know if you guys heard that, but like my, um, like knee just like cracked. Anywho. Um, yeah, but I really hope you guys learned something new from this episode. I hope I didn't talk too much. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's just the whole point, but you know, but yeah. Also, a lot of you guys are moving on to Spotify. I've kind of checked the, like the analytics. I've checked them more like well actually literally half of you guys are listening on spotify we are on apple podcast i know it's not super easy to find but i know it is there two percent of y'all are on there um but i literally have never like said it i've never like kind of said that it is mostly because i honestly didn't know either i was at that two percent was just kind of like oh just like whatever but no, it's, we are on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Spotify, then you can use that. Um, so yeah, and check the link in my bio and in the podcast bio on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find, yes, we are on Twitter. Um, you can find the, all the links to everywhere that we're on. We're not just on Spotify and we're not just on Apple Podcasts. We are on many other 
um, areas to listen to a podcast on. So just check that link and you will see where you can listen. And I really hate asking for money. I really hate it. But like I said earlier in the episode, I am finding this on my own. It is a little bit harder to do when you're a teenager and you don't really have a steady income. Um, funding on your own. But there is a way to tip your creators. Um, you can have a monthly subscription for like a dollar, literally just a dollar a month. It will help, I'm telling you. Um, you don't have to do it, of course. I'm not like asking you or begging you to, but if you would like to, it would be nice. You can go to the anchor.fm slash everything guide and you will find my dashboard there and you can tip if you want to or send me a voice memo. Um, like I said, I want to talk to you guys more. I like interacting with you guys. You get to really, really nice. Tell me how I've helped or tell me how I can help more. If you have any questions or any situations that you're going to talk to me about, don't be afraid to DM me. My DMs are open, always. <laughs> I will never turn anybody down. Mm, wow. Um, <laughs> but don't come to me with anything like super serious. If it is something very bad that has to do with abuse or something as intensive, please see a therapist or talk to your local hotline or um, helpline. I do not have all the facilities and the kind of learnings to give you a lot of help with that I really advise you to talk to somebody that you trust and talk to somebody that you know can help because when it comes to situations like that yes you can go to your friends and your family but they are not always the people who can help you the best and give you the best kind of diagnosis for those situations so I always suggest going to someone who has the training and knows what they are doing and can give you a healthy good substance substance, I don't know, um, <laughs> kind of read on the situation, but yeah, so I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, I know I enjoyed talking the entire time for almost an hour, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm very happy with today's episode, I hope you guys all enjoyed it, and I will see you guys in another week or so, or maybe shorter, who knows, all right, well, bye guys! Bye.